Thank you for listening in. This is only our third episode, and we are already closing in on 200 downloads. Thank you. If you can do me a favor and give the podcast a review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to it on, that would be much appreciated. Positive reviews and comments help spread the message about the mission of this podcast. And while you're at it, check out my blog, Every Day the First Day. My most recent post is all about why I am doing this podcast and the mission behind it. You can find it on horner.school.blog. Episode 3's guest is none other than the legend himself, Coach Mike Shrodawa. Coach Shro, as he is commonly known, has been teaching for 27 years, coaching for 30 years, and impacting thousands of lives along the way. His desire to establish a personal relationship with every one of his students and athletes is just one of the many reasons he was recognized last year as the Talmadge High School Teacher of the Year. Coach grew up in New York, graduated from Kent State University, and has taught his entire career at Talmadge High School. Kick back and enjoy as we get to know Coach Tradawa on a more personal level. So this is episode three of Between Two Blue Devils, and we have a very special guest today, none other than the one and only Coach Shradawa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Coach, we appreciate your flexibility because I know that this has been a uh, this is kind of a last minute uh, request, but you decided to fill in because our guest that was supposed to be here can't be here. That's and then you graciously fun. came in here and brought your class in here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Tell us a little bit about your family first. Okay, well, uh, I'm Mike Tridala, Um and I'm originally from Rochester, New York, so upstate. Um, for those of you who have had me in class, you know I do say a couple words a little bit different than you guys do, and you guys always make fun of me how I say milk. Suck. Okay. <laughs> milk or milk. Which is it's, milk, it's, it's milk, milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> that and pillow and those types of things. Um, I came to Kent State uh, for college and loved the area so much, decided to stay. So, uh, family, my wife Karen is a labor and delivery nurse at uh, Medina General. Uh, I've got two boys, Alec, who is at uh, Bowling Green currently, he's a sophomore, and uh, Gavin, who is a senior at Copley High School. And we've got two dogs, Zoe and Sophie, and then one cat, Bo, and that's pretty much my my family. So, tell us about your wife. How did you meet your wife? Um, act, this is kind of a funny story. Um, I was working at Damon's Place for Ribs, which you guys probably don't know what that is, but um, I Damon's, love Damon's, yeah. especially the trivia. Yes, I would show yes. up all the time on the weekends before I met my wife okay. when I was a bit of a loser and had nothing else to do. <laughs> And I would just show up and I would play trivia with my other two single friends all the time. Okay. At Damon's. Yeah, so we would, uh, I got a job Moving there on. As, <laughs> as a server and um, I had never served before and I, I lied about that on my, on my resume. I said that I, I know that I, that I had served before and I was terrible. Um, I, I dropped a, like ribs in people's laps and um, yeah, I gave away a lot of uh, free uh, desserts was, as, as a result of that. Well, before you move on, yeah. was that the worst thing to happen to you as a waiter there or as a server? That or? was probably the worst, yeah. yeah. I did meet um, John Glenn's secretary, and um, like her family was there and got to, you know, some background about 
you know, what the center had done, that type of stuff, and how you could actually go um, in the Capitol building. They have like secret areas that not everybody is allowed to go to. And if you go and you talk to, um, make a, an appointment beforehand, your center can take you to these different parts. So That's it was, it was, cool. was kind of cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so then your wife came in as a customer? Or? No, no, she worked there as well. She worked there as well? Yeah. But she had serving experience and she was much better than I was, so she got more tips and that type of stuff, so, but yeah. Did she train you on how to serve? Um, no, not really, no. But then it was like, <laughs> we knew each other then and then didn't see each other and then we bumped into each other a couple years later, um, dated and then she moved to Sandusky for nursing. Um, I was teaching here. And then uh, at homecoming at Kent State, ran into each other again, and that was it. That's all so, she wrote. How yeah. long have you been married? This is year 21. So, wow, 21. Yeah. That's worth. That's worth an applause right there. That's big stuff. 21 years. Yep. So uh, you've been teaching for quite a while as well. You mentioned right before you came in here, you had to get the calculator out to figure out how many years you've been teaching. So how long have you been teaching? Where have you taught? And then why don't you just tell us about why you became a teacher? Okay, um, I've taught here the entire time, okay? I did my student teaching here at Talmadge, was coaching before that here as well. Um, and I have been teaching here at Talmadge for 27 years, so. 27 years? Yeah, it's a long time. Doesn't seem that long, but, but it's a long time. And I know I've got, I don't know about anybody in here, but I've had um, students who now I have their kids coming through, so that's, that's kind of a unique situation to, to have. That's, that's, so, that's when it starts to sink in that you've been yeah, around for a long yeah. time. Hopefully I don't have any grandkids coming through. That would be definitely, that would be a, a hint for me to be, be moving on. But, <laughs> that's so, awesome. Uh, but why I became a teacher, uh, my aunt and uncle um, both were teachers, high school teachers. Uh, my aunt taught uh, math and my uncle uh, was history and my uncle was a um, world history teacher and our social studies at the time, as it was called. And when he graduated from high school or college, he traveled around the world. He hitchhiked his way around the world. Oh, wow. And just the stories that he would tell me about that, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And I had really good teachers in high school. Um, so making that connection was, was pretty important. And uh, you know, just, uh, it's definitely the, I think I made the right choice. Who was your favorite teacher in high school? Oh gosh. Um, Mr. Hickey was, was one of them. He was my health teacher. Um, Interesting. Yes. Mr. Hickey, Mr. your health Hickey, teacher. Health teacher, yes. yes. Funny name, I know. He was also a soccer coach. Um, did you play soccer? I did not, no. Yeah. All right. No. Um, but uh, let's see. My science teachers, for some reason, stick out. Uh, Mr. D'Angelo, who was um, physics, uh, loved that class. And then uh, Mr. Anderson, who was my um, biology teacher, loved that as well. Mr. Johnson was, was chemistry, so. What, what did these teachers do that made you appreciate them so they much? They were very personable, um, always asking about what we were doing. Like, and it wasn't just me, it was like every student in the class. Um, you know, then you'd see them in the hallway and they would always say hi, you know. So they've definitely made that connection. So, so that inspired you to become the best it students did. you could be, right? Yes. When they oh, established yes. uh, yeah. a relationship. Those classes were never, I never dreaded going to those classes. And I know you guys dread going to certain classes because we've talked about this in my class. Not, not your class is never one of those. Oh. Um, but Thank you for saying that. Yes. I see a lot of eyes rolling out there. Um, but there are, I, I mean, sometimes kids will say, you know, well, I don't like this class, I don't like that class. It's because maybe they're not making that connection. 
Yeah, the connection is key. And that's one of the things I think I told you the other day. It's mm -hmm. one of the things I notice every time I walk by your room, you are engaged in a personal conversation with a student. You know everybody's names and you're always asking them about what's going on in their lives because you know, you know yeah. what activities they're involved in, uh, you know what they're listening to, what they mm -hmm. like. Uh, you have that aura about you that kids are drawn to you and they, they love that having that relationship with oh, well, you, well, which is why you were recognized last year yes. as the Talmadge High School Teacher of the Year. Right, how about that? How did you feel when you got that award? Though? I had some pretty big shoes to fill because of the fact that you were the one beforehand. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I never thought that I would that I would get that, um, and it wasn't like I was trying to get it. If that makes sense, it just was never. You know, I just did what I do, and you know, and made changes that I felt needed to be made in my classes and stuff like that. And it was never like I was really striding to get to that point. Um, so yeah, I was shocked. To be totally honest but it's nice to be recognized it from, is. amongst it your is. peers isn't it definitely so it was definitely well deserved oh, well, um, and it's a uh, nice to see that plaque hanging in there yeah it's got to be a nice constant reminder isn't it it is it of is. how effective you are so you know when you think about you know, well, we always think about you as the teacher and then a coach you've been coaching for a long time why don't you tell the audience what it is you coach and you know how long you've been involved and maybe where that love and that passion for coaching came from okay um started with track and field uh back when i <laughs> there you go there are uh, nina our track nina. stars yes. clapping there um i've been this will be year 30 for that i had to do some math on that as well so it's been it's been a while um and then i've also coached basketball um and i've coached at the middle school level i've coached at the high school level um, it used to be that I w thought I might want to go to college and, you know, coach at that level. But I think that, you know, this is the, the spot where, where I'm best suited for is here. So and teaching of, you know, the different techniques and that type of stuff. You certainly so. are an expert in that area. Uh, the other thing that I love so much about your passion for coaching is that you, you are constantly advocating for your runners, for your, mm -hmm. your track athletes. Yeah. The number of kids who have received scholarships because of the legwork that you do, obviously they're putting in the time and they're, they're right. hitting the measures, but you are always contacting people and you're always trying to sell our athletes. And there are literally hundreds of kids who receive scholarships for, for track, track and field because of your effort. Yeah, that's one of like, if you're looking at what I do as far as a coach, yeah, I, I like the competition. I like all that aspect of it. But, you know, when we can get somebody to move on and continue, you know, competing at the next level and actually using track and field as um, a key to open up a door that might not have been there before. Hmm. That's probably the most gratifying piece of that. Um, you know, we've had kids, I'll use um, uh, Gingy, uh, Brian McGovern as an example. Um, Brian had a uh, smart kid, scored I think 30 on his ACT, um, and uh, was a great runner, was two-time All-State in the 800 Division One, um, and track and field opened up a door for him to go to Columbia University. Mm, his, wow. the, his regular resume was good enough for them like to maybe look, but the difference maker was the fact that he was a really good runner. So when it comes to that, and we told Brian, he's like, well, I could be a more successful person go, or runner if I went like to Kent State. And I'm not ripping on Kent because I graduated from there and I love Kent State. Um, we all love Kent State. Yes. <laughs> but the difference between 
if you're graduating in business, which he did, getting a business degree from Columbia versus a business degree from Kent State, there's different doors that are open. Hmm. So, yeah, for sure. So yep. that, what a wonderful opportunity. Can you think of another athlete that you've had, like another success story? We've had quite a few recently. Are there any track athletes that come to mind that, that have hit some pretty huge milestones? Um, well, just recently, uh, Gary Robinson, and this was going way back, um, he was just inducted into the Walsh University Hall of Fame, um, and uh, that was pretty big for, for him. Um, and here's, he's another kid that um, home life really wasn't the best. Um, I could go on and on about that, but um, you know, it was track and football and basketball kind of saved him. And you hear about stories like that every so often, but this was like something that, you know, I was actually experienced it. And, um, you know, because of the sport, sports that he played, it opened up doors. So, and now he's a teacher down in uh, Orlando, has a family and so it's good stuff. So it's funny, I, I saw that picture on, mm -hmm. I think you guys maybe threw it up on Twitter and I yeah. saw you and uh, Mr. Gurgley with him at the, the celebration. But I remember when Gary was here uh, and one of the things from afar that I always admired because of your role as his coach, it was that relationship that the two of you mm -hmm. had. I mean, you were constantly in conversation with him. Uh, and it, so now thinking about what he's doing, I didn't realize he was a teacher, but yeah. how yeah. awesome is it to think that you played a role in his life as a coach and he had you as a teacher, and most certainly, I bet if Gary was here, he would say that you were one of those influences in his life that led him into the classroom, and now he's impacting, you know, a hundred uh, hundreds of lives a year yep. because of the yeah. effort that you put in. And definitely, and it takes. I mean, you always hear about like, if you guys ever heard the, the the saying like, it takes a village to raise a child. He's definitely one of those. Yeah. one of those kids. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's Coach Shadawa, the the coach and the teacher. Tell us something about you outside of school that you're passionate about that maybe very few people know. Now's your opportunity to kind of shock I, these guys and show them that you really are human. That I am human. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's going to sound funny. Uh, we, My neighbors and I, we, we play like competitive cornhole and I'm not like the best one at it my name trust my my neighbors are much better than I am but um like there's leagues and stuff like that so it's like yeah like I thought during the winter we play cornhole and it's like you know they have the garage and yeah that's wow. I mean that's something kind of different you guys well, that's, that's pretty cool them. but yeah that's pretty cool so, so we've got you know the the cornhole connoisseur here. We've got badminton wannabes out in the audience here. I, I don't mean to low-key okay. flex on Carmen, but I'm going to put it out there that I beat him 11 to 1 the nice. other day in badminton. Yeah. Cornhole to you is badminton to me. Okay. Um, thanks to Coach yes. McDivitt and his inspiration. There you go. Uh, but what do you read? What do you like to read when you're outside of the oh, school? Oh, um, a lot of the stuff that you recommend. I mean, there's I've read a lot of... Uh, the, the books as far as that goes. I know I looked at this and I was looking at like what books have actually made like a, an impact on me. And I'm gonna go a little old school with this um, with uh, Catcher in the Rye, which I don't know if you guys oh, have, wow. if you guys have that read that. That is old school. Or not. Did you like that or no? You guys, yes, no? Um, but that just, that book, book stuck with me. And that's like one of the few books that I've actually read like like multiple times, so. What, what about the book stuck out to you? Um, just what, you know, Holden was going through and, you know, being at that age and it's just, there's a lot of, you know, 
indecision, not really knowing what's going on and, and that type of stuff. So, All yeah. right. Anything else you'd recommend to these guys? What would be your number one? Would Catcher and Rye be the number one book you'd recommend, or um, would there be another one? That, like, All's, All's Quiet on the Western Front was good, too. I like that as well. So, yeah, history I, stuff. I like that. Good book. Now we just show the movie. Yeah. All right. So everyone here has seen the movie, haven't you? It's a, it's a, but it is a great book. Yep. I'm going to stray a little bit from our questions yeah. and ask you this. Who Who's the most, if you look back on your life, who's been the most influential person in your life? Influential person. Um, my parents. I mean, and just the fact, you know, that I think they did a pretty good job raising me. I've tried to raise my kids the way I was, I was raised. Um, you know, and it's uh, definitely, you know, my, I always saw like my dad doing little things for others um, hmm. and, you know, not really thinking about, you know, well, this is going to make, I have to, I'm going to be you know, growing up in upstate New York, we have a lot of snow and, uh, you know, clearing out driveways and stuff like that, never being asked, never asking for money, that type of thing. But he would be out like for hours, like, you know, snow blowing. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, but, uh, but yeah, so that it's some um, modeling serving that, leadership. That, that type of thing, you know, and looking out for others. I mean, that was the wow. other thing that, you know, they always looked out for our neighbors and that type of stuff. So, so yeah, I would definitely say, say my parents. It, it, it's funny when you look back growing up and at the time, you know, when I watched my dad and I, I watched my mom, you know, as they raised me, there were a lot of things I didn't agree with or mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate at the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now in retrospect, looking back, I, I just look at how influential both of them have been yeah. and still are in my life, mm -hmm. uh, like, like your parents. Do you ever find yourself saying things to Gavin oh, and Alec that then, then you kind of step back and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I sound like my dad? Yes, or is... all the time, all the time. Yeah, Give and... us an example. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, out of the, my two kids, Gavin's probably more of the troublemaker. We've had to go pick him up at school before because of getting in trouble fights. I had to go <laughs> pick him up at the football game as he got kicked out. I mean, it was just stupid, stupid stuff. But um, yeah, and it's just like, you know, just he got in the car and I sounded just like my dad. I was like, you know, what the are you thinking? You know, and it was like, you know, like looking at him and it's like, yeah, okay, I've heard that before. That's <laughs> so. That's but, too funny. Yeah, yeah, yep. You got a life quote? Oh gosh, I, I mean, I was looking at that. I mean, that, well, I know it's funny. You're a quote guy, but it's funny when you're yeah, asked and you're kind of put on the spot. It is. And it's, it's not like something like I say all the time and stuff like that. But, you know, I've always tried to treat others like I want to be treated, okay, if, if that makes sense. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's pretty important. I think that uh, if you give somebody respect, you'll get respect in return. So. So members of our audience right now are writing down questions that they might have Ooh. for you. I'm going to collect them in a moment. But That's while we're scary. doing that, <laughs> well, writing questions or creating art. If you know the birthday girl over here, Sarah, used her note card to plaster with art. Uh, that's her present to you. But um, give us some advice. If you could pass on any piece of advice to these kids right now, what, would you, what advice would you give them? Um, as far as advice goes, I would say if there are things that you guys want to do in life, um, to go ahead and do them. Okay. Um, I mean, there's, uh, I learned at a very young age that there's like no guarantees with stuff. Um, one of my best friends, uh, passed away when I was, you know, still like a freshman in high school. 
Um, so, you know, life is short, so take advantage of it. I mean, if there's things that you guys want to do, I mean, don't don't hold back and, you know, go out and do that. I mean, as long as it's within reason. I mean, we don't want you, I'm not telling you to go break the law or anything like that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's pretty important. It's been a common theme um, amongst, you know, from coming from our other guests, just like, listen, don't let anything hold you back. Right. If you have a dream, pursue it. Uh, make sure that you are pursuing ways and methods of becoming the best version of yourself and just enjoying life. Remembering that when you're working someday, you have to love what you're going to do because you're going to have to do it for a long time. And so you want to be able to wake up each and every day excited about the adventure that lays ahead of you that day. I know Coach Shadow and I know that I, and I've told you this before, we don't dread coming to work. No, no. We dread getting up early. You know, and we dread driving through snow sometimes or things like that. But hanging out with you guys, this is what makes life absolutely wonderful. And this is why we love we love our job, uh, our profession, our calling, because we get to spend time with you. Uh, so uh, a couple questions. This is something new, okay. uh, and I'm going to go ahead and do this. I've got three gotcha. really good questions. The first one, or four of them here. Well, the first one was already asked. Zara already a I asked on accident. Okay. I should have waited. She wanted to know what advice she had for us. Here's one. What's your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Big That's Shawshank. Love Shawshank. Great movie. Love that. Good. All right. Uh, plus all the Marvel movies. I pretty much, I don't think there's been a bad one of those. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm not going to tell you which one of my favorite is. I don't know if it's school appropriate, but that's okay. Which Mar which Marvel uh, movie? Yeah. Or uh, Dead Deadpool? Oh, De yeah, I like Deadpool. Oh well, yeah, yeah. You're I'm, old I'm sorry. To watch a rated R movie, yeah. Coach. We'll give you that. Oh, here's a good one. Do you have any regrets, and how did you grow from those moments? Any regrets? Ooh. Um. Sure, um, you know, I, I really wish I would have stuck with, with track um, in college. Um, I, I just did it for one year, and then after that, I you know, I was like, all right, and I, I did other things, got involved with other stuff, So, but I wasn't part of the track team. I think I, wish, I really wish I would have given that maybe at least another year looking back, um, you know, just because learning so much my freshman year, you know, different technique, that type of thing, I didn't really have a good coach in high school. Um, and I mean, great guys, but I had like three different coaches. Um, there was no stability with our program. And uh, I did learn a lot, and I wish that that would be it. I wish it would have stayed. You don't regret more. being a Michigan fan? No, no, heck no. no. Boo! <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number two What's your favorite type of firework? Okay, um, I like the ones that, um, like the big, like starburst ones, you know, like, like but they've got to be big, like, they, it's like, whoa, like that type. Okay. This isn't a question, but this is a comment. Okay. I've got nothing, but you're one of the nicest teachers I've ever had in high school. No offense, Mr. Horner. Uh, oh, well, thank you, whoever wrote This that. is, okay. hey, so we, uh, we do need to get a little bit serious here okay. before we end, but if you were one of the Spice Girls, who would you be and why? <laughs> and I'm going to be, like, really disappointed if you remember all the Spice Girls, because that's just, like, information. I don't know. I got maybe, maybe Scary Spice. I don't know. Maybe that'd be the one. Or was there was an exercise one, too, wasn't there? Was like. Yeah. Sporty Spice, maybe, maybe Sporty Spice, maybe. 
I don't know. Could you please sing your favorite song? My favorite song by the Spice Girls? Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, how's it? That, that, oh, tell me what you want. What really you want. Oh, is that you really that? Really yeah, yeah, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one. That would be, I guess. Something like something that. Something like that. That was awesome. Any other questions out there? It's your opportunity. You can ask no? Coach anything you want. What do you want to know? Owen, what do you want to know? Oh, yes, the big question around here is whether or not teachers have two tattoos or not. Do you have a tattoo? Yes. And then what tattoo do you have? Yeah, I do. I, I have two. Um, I've got one uh, on my wrist, all right, which is my family. And uh, I got this with my son, Alec, all right, when uh, that was like his Christmas gift. He was like bugging us about a tattoo because I have a tattoo and I, you know, I don't really think there's anything too wrong with having them as long as you guys are smart about that and I know if you guys have had me in class we've talked about that just make sure it's something that you want um, but yeah so it's my you know, represents my family with the, the three stripes and then um, I've got Mickey Mouse on my ankle um, and that one needs to be touched up because it's looking bad now but that one with that's old that's like over 30 years old um, and I'm probably not done with that I, Gavin now wants to get one as well, so I'll probably go with him and get that. But uh, that'll probably be it. I think three is three is enough. You're gonna come back um, after summer break with like this long armband. I may have a sleeve. Big, you never yeah. know. I mean, maybe I'll come back as as that. Nice. But, but that's yeah. just the cool factor. Just went through the roof with you around here. No, they're like now you're not only this individual's favorite teacher, but everyone loves you because you got tattoos. Yeah. So. Some of us do. I think there was what we we counted like 23 teachers on staff that have them so some of you guys would be surprised at who has them um, well coach I gotta tell you we gotta we gotta wrap this up okay. but um I want to thank you for spending time with us today no, thank you for asking uh, it's always awesome to get to know teachers uh, a little bit deeper and realize you know you you're you're just a normal human being and you have a life and you have a family mm -hmm. a wife and kids that you love and that you're pouring into every day and yet every time you step foot in this building you bring your your best and you pour in every one of these kids uh, on and off the field on and off the court in and out of the classroom and we appreciate that so much about you no thanks so thanks for being our third guest i know okay. uh, there are going to be a lot of former track athletes when they see your name on there they're going to be super excited to hear from you so very it, cool thank, thank you this is awesome great stuff let's give it up for coach Thanks.